What if you could spend more time doing the stuff that you love in your business? Well, Amy Mitchell, my special guest for today, is all about systems and how they can help give you that freedom and that choice. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 98. I know from running my own business and helping coach and consult lots of other business owners to do the same that we can have a lot of things to do. But are you actually focusing on the right things in your business or are you doing the things that really somebody else or a system could do to lighten the load for you? Well, I want to help make your life easier because if you do have systems in place, they can really help you and your team to get out your way. And that's why I invited my very good friend, Amy Mitchell, who to me is like the queen of systems out there, especially for coaches and small business owners. And I love the way that Amy could really bridge that gap between seeing the big picture or the vision of what you're trying to do in terms of your business and your operations, and then translating that into practical detail and seeing how you can use systems to help you in that. And in the episode, you will hear how Amy uncovered her superpower and how that's helped her to shape her business, to help people to really get out of their way, to sort out their systems. She'll share her top tips to help you. If you are at that place just now where you've got a bit of extra time on your hands and you think, right, let me focus on those things that I've always planned to do someday. Well, today could be that time for you. Or even if you're running around really busy with lots of business happening right now and you're just feeling like you're running around like a headless chicken, well, now could also be that perfect time to put some systems in place to help you to be more productive, to help you focus your energy on the right things for you and your business. We share lots of resources and tools with you and you can find out all of the information that we refer to over on the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 98. So on that note, let's jump into the conversation that I had with the wonderful Amy Mitchell. Enjoy. So a very warm welcome to a great friend of mine who I can't actually believe hasn't been on this podcast yet. We are episode 98 already. That's can't believe we're at 98 already. And we just saved it for the right moment, Amy. Don't you agree? I totally agree. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So whereabouts are you in the world at the moment? I am in Tofino on Vancouver Island on the west coast of Canada. And are you having lots of parties over there at the moment? Yeah, tons of fun over here. At the moment. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty quiet town, so 
the biggest party we have is kind of waiting in line spaced out at the grocery store. I think that's, <laughs> that's about as wild as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just having a conversation before we pressed record, just around the joys of being on lockdown. In our different experiences with me, with the three kids running around the house just before we pressed record here and Amy having a little bit more of what I'd say a nice relaxed time over in your side of the world, from my opinion. I would say yes, I feel grateful for the time and space that I have that parents right now do not have. Oh, we're just trying to cherish it as much as we can. So Amy, before we dive into the episode, tell my lovely listeners here, what do you do and what is it that people come to you for? I help coaches and creatives put systems in place in their business so they can spend more time in their magic, spend more time in their gifts. I love that. You obviously, if you do know me, I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. So when anybody says magic, I automatically start to think about what house I'd be in, obviously it'd be Gryffindor, but yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of where I met Amy. So let me just take you back to 2016. I was co-hosting a mastermind in the wonderful Bali. We were in heaven and Bali and on the first day, we were having the hot seat sessions. And before that, everybody did their wealth dynamics profiles. So again, if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you know that I bang on about this profile every single episode because it really makes a huge impact for all entrepreneurs and small business owners. So there Amy was a few years ago, and she was sitting there with her report, which showed that her superpower was a mechanic profile. So let me dive into that first of all, Amy. How was that for you, knowing that you were a mechanic profile? It was so life-changing, actually, because doing my profile really illuminated the things in my business that weren't actually working for me. So I had started out online as a copywriter. And when I came to that retreat in Bali, I was a copywriter. And as soon as I went through your session and learned about my profile and learned about the gifts that a mechanic has, I was started to immediately see how I needed to shift and change things in my business so that I could align more with my natural strengths and natural gifts. And I haven't really looked back since. And you're always come to mind, Amy, whenever I'm talking about wealth dynamics, because I still could picture that moment where the penny dropped for you, especially because even being a copywriter is quite a creative type of experience that does take that type of talent. But just knowing the difference between having a blank sheet of paper in front of you, which creators love, compared to mechanic who like to kind of get in there and tinker and make things better, that distinction in terms of what you were doing before Bali, before the retreat to now, has been amazing and transformational to see the journey that you've been on since. It's incredible that particular distinction because as a copywriter, I often was facing a blank page. And I would scour the internet for any structure or formula that I could at least start with, because as soon as I had that skeleton, okay, I'm good, I can make an improvement. And as creator being a secondary profile of mechanics, I do have that ability, but starting from scratch was painful. And I wasted so much time and effort trying to start things. And it just, it wasn't in flow. It was so much more energy to try to start something. And as soon as I realized I didn't have to create things from scratch life was a lot better definitely and that's why whenever I work with anybody the one of the first things that they do with me especially if they're a one-to-one client or in my mastermind is to find out what their superpower is because 
that can often shortcut some of those decisions that we're trying to make all the way from our business model, what we're focusing upon, what are the tasks that we want to be spending our time and our energy on as well. And that's really when we know that it can often give us that chance to go, am I actually spending my time in my superpower? And I loved, as I said, to see you spending more of your time and helping your clients as well now to go, right, how do you bring your magic into helping them create more magic in their worlds as well? Absolutely. Yeah, it's been, I honestly refer to it so often. And I send people to take their quiz all the time because having that information really does, it's so empowering. Instead of wondering why, what's wrong with me, why I can't just create something from a blank page, I started to really realize, okay, that's just not where my strength is. It's over here instead. And I could focus on that. Perfect. And for anybody that has been living under a rock and hasn't done their Wealth Dynamics profile yet, then where have you been? You can find out all the details about your profile and how to do it and also a link to other episodes that dive into that particularly and you can find all those over at the show notes of this episode. So taking it back to what you were doing Amy, so you were a copywriter and now very much working with business owners particularly in the coaching world to help them to basically as you said bring a bit more magic into their life. What are some of the ways that you do that? So I have a variety of systems that I help put in place in businesses for online coaches and creatives. And mostly that is related to kind of like the three core areas of business, which is attracting customers, converting customers, and delivering their solution to customers. And so that can be anything from putting systems in place for managing operations, putting systems in place for creating consistent content, or getting that podcast episode out and anything from tracking leads and sales, and then actually onboarding clients, the sales process, and any of the tools and technology to support those systems. But probably the key system that I'm most known for is I teach people how to put Asana in place and set Asana up as a digital HQ in their business. And that's the very first place I start with anyone I work with, because it really is the umbrella system that all the other systems can live in. And you may have remembered Amy's name being mentioned over on episode 91, where a good few weeks ago, maybe even over a month now, I did a whole episode where I shared behind the scenes at Rapid Transformation, where I was working on a number of different projects and spinning lots of plates. And honestly, I had a catch up with Amy and it was kind of more of a social catch up. And Amy just asked me a couple of questions and then we quickly realized that I didn't have great systems at that time in terms of I had a Sana that I wasn't really using. And then I just loved the fact that you just helped me to kind of sort that out. And it's been a huge change for me. So instead of me having lots of different things to do on post-it notes and notebooks, I now live my life on Asana. And it has taken me a bit of time to build that habit, but it's made a huge difference for me. And since then, I've been referring anybody that I work with to go, right, you need a system in place? Check out Amy's, especially the mini Asana course as well. So we'll dive into that a little bit more, but let me take a step back for a moment. So you obviously work with a lot of business owners that are successful in doing what they do in terms of what light them up and how they work with their clients or the services or products that they create. But from your experience, where do you think business owners get in their own way when it comes to systems or trying to put systems in place or not having systems, Amy? What's your thoughts? 
Yeah, I think there's a couple of ways that people get in their own way when it comes to systems. And I think kind of two ends of the spectrum is people that don't have systems at all. And what they try to do is just reinvent the wheel over and over again. And so what I've seen happen actually is without a system in place to onboard a new client and make a sale really easy, it's harder to sell, which means it's harder to make money, which means that it's harder to get your work out, which means all of the things that makes your business successful. And so I see people, biggest mistake is just not having any systems. And the other mistake that I see on the other end of the spectrum is trying to fit themselves into too rigid of systems. So deciding that they have to do things a certain way, putting a system in place, and then beating themselves up because it doesn't work for them or they don't do the thing. And the thing I always say to that is that if a system isn't working for you, then it isn't right for you because systems make things easier. And so if it's really making something easier for you, you're going to stick with it, right? So it's kind of one of those two things is they don't think they have time to put systems in place, so they don't, they're just reactive, and they get stuck in that... I'm too busy to create systems. I need help, but I'm too busy to tell someone how to help me. So I can't, <laughs> I can't get help. So I can't get out of this loop. Or they try to put systems in place that just feel awful. They're super rigid and they, they don't ultimately stick with them. So they don't help them. Definitely. And again, I've personally experienced that and heard a lot when I'm coaching clients where they're at capacity or they're spending their time doing things that we know is not within their superpower. But when you say to them or when you think about, right, let me get someone else to help me with that, it can be a bit of a, oh, I can't really do that just now because I don't know even know how to train them how to do it. I mean, it would take me too long to get someone else to do it. I better just doing it myself. And then we end up just in that continuous hamster wheel. So it's about kind of taking that step back. And I love, and again, I know you echo this point as well, but if you try and change everything at the one time, that again can create some chaos. So sometimes even just starting with one thing and then going, how does that work? Can I make that system work? That gets you even more hungry for it. And that's what I love about it. And what I've noticed, the more I've been using Asana and getting that working for me, the more it's made me go, oh, what else can I do? What else can I streamline and take off my plate as well? Yeah. And there's one thing about putting Asana in place for you is that you had it and it wasn't quite working for you. And so we had to basically set it up in a way that worked for you. And that required it not being too rigid. So some people really do need, when I kind of talk about these systems type, there's the super flowy people that just need a tiny bit of structure and they're off. There's the people that need every single step mapped out or else they have a difficult time moving forward. And then there's the people that maybe need a combination of the high level action plan and the detail step by step. And so, you know, if you were being taught to put Asana in place in a way that was really rigid and you had to do all of these things exactly so it ends up being too labor intensive, too much work. And so there is kind of that balance is knowing what your system's type is so that you can really set your systems up for you. Definitely. And recognizing that we are all different and we've already talked about that in terms of our superpower. So it's about just seeing how can it help us and actually what is the right way to do that depending on your own personality as well. So we obviously know you are, in my mind, and again, in a lot of my clients' minds, the Asana queen, okay? So when I've been referring it out to my clients, what kind of top tips do you have, particularly around Asana then, in terms of if somebody's not using any type of project management, task management system, why do they need that in the first place? What's your thoughts around that? This is one of my favorite things to talk about. So (laughs) thank you for bringing it up. 
So the reason why I really encourage people to put Asana in place, and actually I've been teaching Asana for a long time and I've been teaching a particular way of using Asana for a long time. And I had this course that I I think it was only $50 or something for this course. And I realized that it had the thing that makes people excited about Asana. So I made it free so that everyone can just get it in place and get it working for them and get it started up. And so the reason why Asana works so well is because It helps you centralize your to-dos. And this is a concept that I originally heard from David Allen and Getting Things Done, a classic productivity book from, I don't even know how old it is. It's been around for a long time. And centralizing your to-dos essentially allows you to take every single thing that's on your plate, put it in one place so that you can prioritize those things in amongst themselves. And what this really eliminates is having to-dos on a post-it note to do this in an email and then you go to your email and you may be working you may be prioritizing the most important thing in your inbox but maybe there's something on another list that's way more important than the thing that's on your email so when you consolidate everything into one place and i'm not talking about bringing all your emails into asana that's not the system but when you consolidate all the things you have to do in one place you can really see what's most important and then you can use the my task system in Asana to prioritize what needs to happen today versus this week versus later. So really getting everything in one place so that you can kind of get a handle on it on everything that's on your plate and then using the projects to kind of manage all the moving pieces and moving deadlines. Absolutely. And that's what I love about it particularly. It gives me that overview because there were times where before Asana, I would be going, I just feel like I've got a lot to do. But if you were to ask me, well, what was it I was doing? I couldn't really put my finger on it particularly, but it just felt like it was swirling around in my mind and I was on different places. But actually being able to see it in that one place, it gives me that chance to go, is that actually still really important? And what do I have to do? Do I need to reprioritize? And even to that point when it's the most satisfying thing for me and I still get a buzz from it where if I look at what I've got to do in that particular day and I tick it off, I can then kind of collapse all the other things that I have looked at and decided that they're not the priority for that day. And it gives me that sense of I've got completion. Whereas before, I'd constantly be in that feeling like there's more, there's more, there's more. There's that never ending to-do list. So such a simple thing honestly makes a huge difference for, for business owners like me, like you, and like a lot of my listeners, that don't have a traditional nine to five job. It gives them a little bit of a structure to say you can switch off and give you that freedom that a lot of businesses get set up for in the first place. Yeah, that is one thing that I honestly see light bulbs go off in people's minds when I teach that one trick, because what that allows you to do is actually feel a sense of accomplishment because our tasks are ultimately never ending. And there's always more that we could be doing. There's always more we want to do. We love our work, but when do we rest and when do we allow ourselves to take a break? And so being able to set it up in that system. The other thing that's super powerful is capturing open loops. So this is also a concept from getting things done where our brain is going to continue to remind us of things unless it feels like it's sort of captured and dealt with. And so when you use Asana to brain dump every single thing that's on your plate and you set a system where you've got a due date, where you're going to look at that thing again and it's assigned to you and it's in your system, your brain doesn't constantly spin reminding you of things. So you could be driving in the car and it's like, I need to pick up dog food or whatever it is. It's like, well, actually, that's an example of something you could do while you're in the car. (laughs) Stop and pick up dog food. But maybe it's you have to make a dentist appointment. 
it's not helpful for you to remember that thing at that time, but your mind's spinning on all these open loops. And so Asana helps you close the loop by putting it into a system that's captured and your brain can relax knowing that you're going to get to it. It's in the system. It's handled. And so that's another huge piece of relief that comes with putting Asana in place. Definitely. And what I'll do is I'll put a link to the mini Asana course in the show notes. So I was talking to one of my clients last week who was using Asana, but he wasn't massively in love with it yet. And I think it was just down to him not setting it up in the way that worked for him. So I sent him a link to your mini course and he completed it. That's what I absolutely love. It's a course that you can really start and finish and have that sense of completion, which you don't always do with some online courses from my experience, but it gives you that impetus to go, I want to put this into action and actually see it in a practical light as well. So I'll definitely put a link to that. So obviously, no, Asana is one of the tools that we could talk about over and over and over again. Is there any other tools that you think you couldn't live without or a lot of your clients couldn't live without these days? So there's various systems for various people at different stages. There is a few kind of tools that I couldn't live without that I use every single day. And so one of them is Streak for G Suite. And there is a pipeline function in Streak and you can track your leads and sale in Streak. And that is something that I teach people that want to track leads and sales in that way. But really, I use Streak for the snippets and for being able to snooze emails. And there is capability in Gmail natively for this. But the snippets in Gmail allow me to create paragraphs of text that I use over and over and create these short codes that I can just type in that bring that text up for me to edit. So that saves me a ton of time. So G Suite and Google Drive and streak combination is definitely something that I couldn't live without. Of course, you know, there's tool recommendations like Loom is something I use all the time. And I mean, Loom and Zoom. (laughs) But Loom is something that I have introduced to some of my clients. And one of the ways that this can help alleviate some of that problem where people feel like they can't outsource things is that people can use Loom to actually record a thing that they want to hand off instead of having to write an SOP or explain it. And then they can hand off that recording to help get things done in their business. So that's sort of a key tool that I see clients using. I love Loom. And that's kind of one of the top tips. Um, I think it was yourself that I got it from was that because I'm quite precious is probably the best word in terms of how I like things to be done in my world. When I was outsourcing to you know, my virtual assistant, I would go, right, how's the best way for me to kind of teach her to do that? And obviously, if I had somebody else in the future, and it was kind of using Loom to go, right, just do it the way that you do it currently, and then actually pass that over and then get them to create an SOP, a standard operating procedure or sexy operating procedure, whatever you want to call it. And therefore, they get to see exactly what you're doing and you can explain things that might be a bit cumbersome or challenging if you were to type it all out. So you still also get to do a task that needs to get done anyway, but you've effectively got a training video there. So definitely all those tools I will then share in the show notes as well. So I love that the fact that you say that you can split it into marketing for operations, you know, lead sales, having systems and all those parts of business can make a huge difference. And we're obviously, like we said at the start, in a very interesting time where some people 
have got different focuses in terms of their business and what's happening in the world. And a lot of my clients are actually using this time to go, okay, I might not be as busy delivering certain things because things have changed in their world or their industry, or they might actually have some extra time on their hands and they're using it to get some of their systems or behind the scenes things sorted. All those things that they have on their someday list, they're using that time to do that now. So for somebody that is in that similar position where they're thinking, I want to maximize this time and get on top of the systems, any kind of key things or advice that you'd give them to kind of start with? Absolutely. So it seems like such a big project to have. I have a course called Sort Out Your Systems. It's like such a massive thing to sort out your systems. There's just so much to do. But the reason that, or so one of the things that you can do is definitely taking it piece by piece. So For businesses that have some time and space right now, one of the hardest things about putting systems in place is actually understanding the workflows. So people often look for a technology solution for something they haven't actually ironed out themselves in their business. So client onboarding is an example. Say you want to streamline client onboarding. A lot of people will directly go look for a tool like Dubsado or HoneyBook, which are great tools, but if you haven't figured out all the pieces yourself of what you want to say and when you want to say it and how you want people to feel as they're being onboarded, the tools and technology aren't going to necessarily help or you're going to have to do that work to put the tools in place anyway. So taking whatever system is causing you the most pain and maybe thinking back to a time when you were super busy, is it the client communication? Is it email marketing? Is it organic content marketing, social media stuff? Is it really the sales conversion, the sales process, like thinking about those system that causes you the most pain and then actually taking the time to figure out the steps that you need before you choose a tool or something to help you streamline and put that in place. Definitely. And that again is what a mechanic and you've done this with me in the past where I could go straight into what is this software or trying to find that software. Whereas it's like, hold on, take a step back. What's the vision? What are you trying to make happen? And then being able to map that out effectively and then being able to go, okay, we now know what the requirements are or what the, the vision looks like. Then we can get into the detail to set that up. But if you try and do it the other way around, you're effectively trying to fit that system into something that's not even created in a very robust way. So definitely getting the order right can make a huge difference. Yeah, it's true. And so taking the time to really just do the mapping piece, which is kind of the hard work and it does take a bit of time. But when you have the map of what you want to happen when, then it's easy to find the tools to help you do that. And it's easy to troubleshoot because I see people getting into trouble getting the wrong technology or getting way too robust of a technology way before they need it and spending all this money when it was really just the map that they needed first. Definitely. And again, it's also, I think, from my experience is about recognizing that in the world that we live in now, there are so many different softwares out there and a lot of them pretty much do the same thing. So we can spend months and months of overanalyzing, should I use this email marketing system or CRM compared to that one? And a lot of it effectively could be a waste of time. So sometimes it's a case of going, what do I want it for? Have a look, put a bit of a time limit and go, right, what's my best thinking out of what I've looked at so far? Otherwise, you can sometimes just get into that no decision mode or getting so bogged down in it and you go, hold on, what am I trying to do here? And you miss the point. 
Absolutely. And I usually recommend that people actually get the technology that they need for this moment and grow into new technology as they need it. So I've seen people just starting an email list and signing up for Infusionsoft or just sort of getting things going and signing up for a solution that gives you all the funnels and all the email marketing all built into one. And so really kind of buying technology for where you're at after you really understand what it is that you need. And yeah, choosing technology is kind of an art because there is so many solutions. And one thing I really love to think about is that any problem that I might have right now in my business, someone somewhere is working on an app for that. So (laughs) I love that there's constantly new technology and new solutions coming on the market to help us do things easier, get things done more quickly. And I love that. And again, one piece of software, and again, this isn't all about software this episode, but something I never knew existed until last week was a piece of software called Crisp. Have you heard of it, Amy? No, tell me. So basically, it allows you to make your microphone that you're using become noise cancelling. So you can install it and you can use it on Zoom, you can use it on WebEx, whatever platform that you're using. And obviously, I'm in the house now, a lot with three screaming children. And it's amazing at the click of the button, I can effectively mute them all from coming into the microphone. So when I'm coaching clients um, on it and it works a treat. So something that might be useful if you are now working from home and you need a little bit more quietness for the people that are on the other end of your calls, check out Crisp with a K. And again, I'll put that into the show notes. It makes a huge difference. And again, a lot of people use it. Back in the days, remember when we could go and sit in working coffee shops and do calls? It's also a really good way as well to do calls like that, but it kind of filters out a lot of the background noise as well. So a really inexpensive piece of software, but it just made me think, wow, like so many people out there are creating so many cool stuff. Yeah, I love it. Definitely. So we could talk about systems and lots of different technologies for the rest of the day. But what exciting things do you have coming up in your world now that you can share with the, the listeners? Yeah, I really would encourage people to check out the Asana mini training. I feel like it's definitely the best place to start in terms of getting a system in place. And I teach the exact way to sort of manage your day-to-day tasks like you and I were talking about. So I think that's an awesome place to start if people are looking to work on their systems. I am working on, I just launched a new course called Sort Out Your Systems. I'm super excited about that. It's kind of like an A to Z of getting your system set up in your business for you, particularly around attracting customers, converting customers and delivering on customers, as well as the whole operations umbrella that setup that I use in Asana with loads of templates and swipe files and trainings. So I love that. And then I'm just going to be rolling out some courses over the next few months. I'm really enjoying kind of teaching everything I've learned from working with so many clients in the back end of multiple six-figure online businesses and really kind of being in the behind the scenes on many launches and different businesses and how they're set up. So I'm looking forward to kind of capturing everything I've learned and sharing it with people to make it really easy to put systems in place because there's so many people doing really amazing work and I just, uh, it breaks my heart when people get kind of stuck on systems or get in their own way when it comes to getting their work out there. So I'm just going to be creating courses and hanging out on Instagram and (laughs) doing my best to stay safe and stay home over the next little while. But yeah. 
Oh, it sounds exciting indeed. So obviously I'll put all the links to what we've talked about over on the show notes, including the mini Asana course and also the sort out your systems course. Am I correct to say that that is currently kind of open at the moment? So if anybody does listen to this podcast right on the week that it does go live, will the cart still be open for that, Amy? Yeah, so the um, the cards open to I think till Thursday. So I'm going to close it Thursday. But this is a course that I'm going to reopen. So if you're on the Asana, get through the Asana mini training, then you'll get notified when that course opens up again. And I'll have some other courses rolling out too. So if there's something in particular that you want to put in place in your business, just send me a DM on Instagram at Amy R underscore Mitchell, or yeah, just reach out to me through Osmond and we can chat about what you might need and I can make a course for it. Perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you for your time. It's great catching up with you as always. I love the fact that when I did schedule this to you, when I sent you a DM on Instagram, I was like, oh, are you around tomorrow in the UK? And you're like, actually in the UK? And I'm, and I actually met time zone UK in that way. Because the last time we actually met was when you were in Glasgow. And it was a pleasure to kind of like show you around my city centre for that afternoon as well. So Please do keep well. I would encourage every single person after listening to this, whenever you're listening to this, whether it's currently in the situation that we're in in the world or it's like down the line and you think, yep, it is still time for me to sort out my systems, then please do connect up with Amy, check out her resources, make your life easier so that you can focus on why you started your business in the first place and just get out your way. So I look forward to hearing even more, Amy, and how your business pans out and evolves, which I'm sure it will as the years go on, and to lots more virtual cuppas with you as well. Thank you so much for having me, Osman. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.